Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you, and welcome to another episode of Perspectives on Healthcare. Today's perspective comes from Christopher Lunsford. He is from right here in Pennsylvania and shares his unique viewpoint. I think it's a fascinating story, and I hope that you find it as interesting and insightful as I do. Enjoy my conversation with Christopher Lunsford. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, how's it going, Rob? It's going well. So what is your name? Uh, my name is Christopher Lunsford. And Christopher, where are you from? I am from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, in the Lehigh Valley. There you go. Okay. Um, you are our second guest from Allentown. So uh, yeah. you guys are representing Allentown well, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, the the trifecta that is up there, Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton, if I'm not mistaken, the A, mm-hmm. the greater ABE area. Uh, so. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. All right. Uh, so Christopher, help me with this. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background and experience with healthcare? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so, you know, I, I'm a person who most of my experience with healthcare has been revolved around um, mental healthcare, behavioral health. Um, <clears throat> so I'm a person uh, who received a mental health diagnosis when I was five years old. And um, that led me to like enter a world of, uh, you know, behavioral health services, um, coordinated care between uh, mental health specialists and, uh, you know, medical health uh, professionals. Um, And so, you know, a lot of my experience uh, came from having to go and meet with my like family doctor or something because of something that was going on with, um, you know, medications that I was taking or, um, you know, chemical imbalances where we're doing blood work and stuff to kind of keep track of that, that type of thing. Um, or, you know, physical health, uh, issues that would come up as a result of some of the behavioral health concerns that I was dealing with, uh, growing up. So, um, nowadays, uh, it's, it's a little, a little more, uh, normalized, I guess. I go to see my doctor once a year, um, to just kind of touch base and see how things are going. Um, and if, uh, if I'm feeling sick or, like there's something really wrong and I'll, I'll give them a call and kind of just figure out what we need to do, schedule an appointment or something from there. Yeah. Um, would you be willing to share what is the difference in your experience between the mental health side of things and the physical health side of things, or is there a difference? Um, I mean, that's a good question. I think that uh, there's a little bit of difference that I've noticed. Um, and in mental health care, I mean, you, you're primarily – seeking either like psychiatric services, um, or therapeutic services. So, um, speaking with a a therapist would be something that is very different conversationally than with your psychiatrist. Um, mind you, I believe that they should be fairly similar as they're both kind of seeking to understand two sides of the, of the same, uh, issue a lot of times. Um, so I think if I'm answering that question from a therapist or from a therapy perspective, um, 
I feel like I'm much more heard. Um, I feel like the conversation is a little bit more personable um, and they're trying to understand me. Uh, from a psychiatric perspective, I think that a psychiatrist oftentimes was trying to figure out what they need to prescribe me. Um, mm. So questions were asked to help understand what medication they needed to, to send my way. Um, and sometimes there were fewer questions asked in that encounter, uh, actually a lot of times, uh, as compared to the therapy uh, situation. And then the, with the medical doctors, you know, in my experience, a lot of time I was being sent there for uh, stuff that was already like decided by my psychiatrist or um, usually my psychiatrist. So they would, you know, the experience would be like I'd walk in the door and they'd be like, oh, this was sent to me. Here's what we're going to do. Um, but if I ever went there because of something that was going on medically with me, um, my experience was usually one of like um, from the the lobby, I'd kind of go in, I'd meet with their um, like nurse practitioner to ask some general questions about like what my experience was and what brought me in that day. Um, and then I'd have maybe like five ish minutes with the actual doctor um, right. where they're not asking me a ton of questions. Um, they're really, it's very pressured. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I went in there needing to ask some questions of my own Um but I'm really just there uh, for them to kind of ask me a couple basic questions and then send me on my way because they have other patients to see. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Thanks for, thanks for being willing to, to share that. Yeah. Uh, along your healthcare journey, have you met any healthcare heroes? Yeah. Um, so this might be a little unconventional uh because my in my mind as soon as i read this question uh healthcare hero for me was like this therapist that i had seen for um about five years um and she was fantastic um like her name was adriana and probably still is um but whenever uh, i first met with her um it was interesting because i was still a pretty young adult um kind of transitioning out of, you know, children's services to adult services. And she was a good, like, intermediary between there. She practiced out of a, a family-based um, office. So a lot of times she, her clientele were, um, you know, teens and, and kids. And uh, I stuck with her, you know, in, into my 20s mm. because we just really, like, there was a lot of good work that would get done out of all of those sessions. And I'd see her on a weekly basis. Um, she, to me, uh, as a person who has seen countless different therapists, different psychiatrists, um, I went in and out of uh, inpatient hospitalization programs, um, whenever I was growing up, um, I've seen and met a lot of different mental health professionals. And she was someone who never made me feel bad, uh, in any way, shape or form about what I was dealing with, who I was, um, or how like I, I worked to uh, overcome some of the, the challenges that I, I faced or what was faced with. Um, she had such compassion. Every time I went to the office, you know, she'd be like, so how are things going this week? Um, and I could talk about anything, you know? Mm. Um, and it, whenever I would talk, like sometimes I could say some of the most wild things that were going on uh, during my week that time. And she was always just, you know, looking at me and, keep a pretty straight face and oh, okay you know like wow she would tune into my experience 
And depending on how I was feeling or like what emotions I was expressing, she would just be like, it sounds like you're, you know, this is having this effect on you and you're going through that. It's really reflective of what I told her. Um, so she always made me feel heard. And she did this really cool thing where depending on what we were talking about, she would um, give me something to do whenever I would leave. Um, and it was always in a way where it wasn't like, here's what I want you to do before I, you know, you see me next week or something. It was a, so I was thinking about this when you were talking and, you know, I know this uh, has helped some other folks in the past and maybe this is something that's interesting to you too. And she'd write a little something down on a piece of paper, a resource or a, an author of a book or something. Mm-hmm. And she'd hand it to me and she'd be like, you know, if you have time, feel, feel free to check this out. Um, here's why I think it would be helpful. Um, if you don't get around to it, that's okay too. No big deal. So there was never any pressure. Nine times out of 10, I went and checked that thing out, you know? <laughs> right. It just, it, it, yeah, it's, it's the, uh, it's the no pressure approach that, and because she has the relationship with you and because she's built the rapport with you, you are much more likely to follow up on her recommendations because you've got that, you've got a connection there. It's not someone not someone trying to ram something down your throat. They're, they're more or less, you know, sharing with you and, and you follow up from it. Uh, what does quality healthcare mean to you? Uh, to me, quality healthcare means taking the individual's experience into account. Um, means working together as a team. Um, I, I understand that this is a lot of people's experience, not just mine, where, you know, the dynamics between the patient and the provider is one of uh, kind of like noticing the differences in, in level of power um, where you've got this person who's the expert in their field. And then you've got this person who doesn't know nothing about it. And, and <laughs> that's what it feels like whenever you're in the office um, where I think that it should be like, here's a person that's an expert in their field and what they know. And here's an opportunity to learn about how, what they know is affecting this new person. Um, so I think that, I think quality healthcare is one that takes into consideration that there's learning to be done on both sides um, of that encounter. And uh, that a person who's going in to receive care, um, they have expertise in their own life and their own experience to offer uh, so that that can work better in tandem. It's so funny because my, the very first presentation that I developed about quality healthcare from a patient's perfect patient's perspective for my keynote speaking business was called Robology 101. And it's the idea that I, I have an advanced degree in the study of Rob because I've been doing it for almost 50 years now. And so, yeah, you've got an advanced degree in medicine. So let's sit down and bring our mutual expertise together to find a solution that works for both of us and in, in respect, uh, in respecting each other's, experience and knowledge. So, uh, so I love the concept of exactly what you're talking about. Uh, We've got two minutes left. I've got two questions for you. So we are, we are on track, my friend. Uh, What do you wish your medical providers understood about you? I wish my medical providers understood that I needed time to ask the right questions whenever I went to visit them. Um, Getting there was a stressful experience for me, something I probably thought about for the weeks leading up to it. 
And when I get there, I want to feel like I have the space to ask what I need to ask before I leave. Okay. Uh, so interesting. And there's two pieces to that. One is taking time. The other is it's not about the questions that they ask you. It's about the opportunity for you to ask them. Uh, what a, what a shift in paradigm where, um, you know, you're the, they're the ones that are supposed to be asking the, in the old, in the old concept. They're the ones that are asking the questions to get to the bottom of things. And now the patient, I, I talked about this before patients have the access to knowledge because Google, you can Google anything. And then the yeah. other piece is that, that now they're saying to the provider, you need to answer questions for me. Very, very unique and different change than what we're used to. So wonderful. Last question for you. What is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare? Um, one thing that medical, prof medical professionals can do today, I think, is to... Uh, <laughs> I had to think about this question earlier too. Um, but I think it's really kind of, it goes into these other questions uh, that we answered, which is to treat their patient like one, a human being. Um, not to say that they all don't. Uh, I'm just saying that like, you want to create that experience and that feeling right away uh, that a human being is walking in there and they're asking questions to get some help. Um, and two, to give them the time and the space that they need to feel comfortable and satisfied with their visit. If, uh, if you can have food industry standards where the, the customer should be satisfied before they leave, um, I think we can have that kind of standard for uh, medical professionals as well. Excellent. Listen, you know, Christopher, I think that is well stated and, and very practical. I will tell you, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for your support. And um, Thank you for having I, me. Oh, you bet. I just want to tell you, I appreciate you and respect your perspective on healthcare. Appreciate you and yours as well, Rob. Thank you so much. Good luck on your record. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.